Hello, this is Notes from the Back Row, a podcast like no other, different themes, rotating hosts, and so much more. So strap in for a veritable cinematic Coney Island of the mind. Hello and welcome to Notes from the Back Row, the official podcast of backdashrow.com, champions of unsung and underrated cinema. Right now on the site, you can hear a number of Cream of the Crud podcast episodes where Carlo and I talk about movies we've been watching, news of physical releases and more. You can also read the latest essay from Veronica called Losing It, Movies on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, where she analyzes the sound of violence, the voices, and Muriel's wedding. So today on Notes from the Back Row, I'm super stoked to have two amazing guests on the podcast to chat with uh, from Scarecrow Videos, Viva Physical Media on YouTube, and also the Scarecrow 2.0 Telethons. Please welcome Emily Soderback and Kevin Clark. Thank you so much for joining. Hi, yeah. Thanks for having us on. Hi. Oh. So excited. I love the show. It's it's uh, always appointment viewing in my household. Yes, that's, that's awesome. That's so nice to hear. It's... Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's nice to hear when people are actually watch something that you do or listen to yeah. something that you do. It, <laughs> absolutely. It's just a delight. I love the format. I love, you know, just talking about whatever you've been watching and underrated or underseen movies is, is a hundred percent up my, my, uh, my alley. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've listened to a few of your, uh, the back row podcast and it's the same yeah, vi- totally. vibe. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We got similar energies going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, b- before I get started, usually I like to let guests like plug things off the top. Cause I think waiting to the end of the episode is lame. So like, is there anything <laughs> that either of you would like to plug where people can find you online? Uh, I know Kevin, you have another podcast. <laughs> do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the suspense is killing us, uh, podcast. If you go to the suspense is killing us.com, you can find all the links to those. It's also on Apple and uh, Spotify. Spotify. You know all the um, yeah uh, podcast. Uh, you know podcast. deals. <laughs> you know the podcast deals. You know we have, a, we have a we have a Patreon too, and we were just recently hit a hundred patrons. So we were, we did our four Hovens, our four Barrow oh, yeah. episodes. So the first one's out, and the second one where we talk about Showgirls and Hollow Man is coming out. So if you're listening to this and you're super stoked to listen to three dudes <laughs> talk about Showgirls and Hollow Man. Uh, get on that too. Uh, yeah, that's and that's you know and then you know Scarecrow. physical media of course Scarecrow. I have a comic book coming out, but I don't know when, so I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to plug that too hard. Man, you, have, you have so much more. <laughs> I have so many things. I'm like my own little like media empire. You know. Me, so. uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're both on Letterboxd, and both of you have great accounts to follow. So yeah, so I'm on. Letterbox. I think Kevin, are you Kevlar X or something? I'm either Kevlar X or Kevlar C. I can't remember. You'll, you'll try both. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm on Letterbox. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Then okay. A Y. And then um, yeah, just Viva Physical Media is the main thing that I'm going to plug, and I'm um, on Twitter as well. So just all the social things. Yeah. You will find us talking about movies and random stuff. And you're, you you yeah. have like writing and stuff randomly every once in a while, right? For... Yeah, I'll, man, I haven't I haven't written anything in a while, but sometimes <laughs> I will be creative and uh, publish stuff online. So it's all good. Thanks. Yeah, 
friend. Nice. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Well, uh, l- let's let's do some sort of introductory questions. I thought, you know, like a lot of these kinds of chats, we could maybe take it back to early memories. Uh, was was like watching a lot of movies like we're all kind of here people that you know just love to 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 discover and find new movies and and was that something that was you know always there for you were were you like a a movie night family you know like or what i'll go first uh sure (laughs) uh not really my my family we liked movies we watched a lot of movies my earliest memories are me like playing with my star wars toys and like movie related things that's like the stuff i that's really stuck with me uh, first movie i remember seeing in the theater was et and i must have been like three or something <laughs> and i remember my friend from across the street she was terrified but i was like <laughs> totally not uh but uh God, Kevin, you're so brave. <laughs> yeah i know right i, I stood up to et uh but we i mean i don't remember like my, we would watch a lot of movies and we had a vcr and we rented a lot of movies but i don't remember us my parents aren't like movie buffs mm-hmm. by any means or like movie you know i know a lot of people with their parents you know it's like my parents got me into this kind of movie or my my boss was my dad you know and i mean well not that wasn't really the case but i mean my parents watched movies and they let me watch movies and like when i'd stay with my grandma she would let me rent movies and didn't know what akira and the road warrior were and stuff so i got to see those when i was like Dude, younger parents are the best for just being like yeah just pick a movie just pick a movie you know it's animated but, whatever if they don't look at the cover they're like okay yeah you know just don't look at the cover and see the weird snm hockey mask guy and then yeah. i can get away with it yeah my family also like we watched movies but it was never like a big priority thing i do remember some like some vhs's that my parents had so there were things that I would watch multiple times. Like oh, we yeah. had, you know, we had Titanic, which I can talk about forever. Um, <laughs> I remember we had the perfect storm and it's weird. Cause I also remember them having like the soundtracks to these, like they would have the VHS. And I think they also went out of their way to get the soundtrack. Nice. I, I yeah. remember getting that, I remember that Godzilla, the bad Godzilla movie with the soundtrack with like, uh, I mean, I yeah. remember the bad Godzilla movie. Yeah. I don't remember Green that Day. movie, but I remember <laughs> Last that soundtrack. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I didn't really go to the movies that often when I was younger. I don't think I really got into like movies are my thing until yeah. even just like late high school or early college. So, okay. Yeah, we, my family was similar. Like we, we rent, I think we did like a weekly night where we rented movies and like yeah. my parents oh, yeah. were always like still to this day, always watch movies. But yeah, it's, it's interesting that they don't cross over into that like area of it being something that they're going to think about all the time or like know all the people in all the movies. They're just like, we'll watch them <laughs> and then mm-hmm. move on. I it's guess. not a point of obsession. Absolutely. <laughs> That's absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think my mom loved, my mom loves going to the movies whenever I'm, uh, you know, visiting her. We'll, we'll, we, I mean, right. Not right now necessarily, but we try to go to the, go to the movies with her. I think she just really likes the movie popcorn though. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like, I mean, she's like, <laughs> I just like the, love popcorn. she loves going to the movies, you know, and, and her, some of her friends that she would go to the movies w- with, wouldn't go to see r-rated movies so i have to take her to see r-rated movies <laughs> with my mom does she do the thing where they like bring home half of like i know people that like will go and get the popcorn and then like just save it and be like i'm gonna bring half of this home and eat it like over the course of another day i'm guilty of doing that sometimes. i've done that but i yeah i have trouble i i think i'm gonna eat it and then i get home and i'm like i don't want this anymore (laughs) (laughs) throw it away whatever it costs like two cents yeah yeah exactly 
It costs it costs us like eight bucks though. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I thinking about them? Yeah, you're right. Think about the theater. Shit, I'm gonna eat all my popcorn from now on. <laughs> exactly. Damn. Get your money's worth. <laughs> so Emily, you said like uh, you didn't really get into movies and in like a the next level until later. Was it something that like you? took like a firm stance of like i'm gonna do this because it made me think of when i was in high school there like early high school probably grade nine there was a moment where i thought to myself like and this is so lame but i was like i'm gonna get into music like i should like <laughs> like i should be into music like i should look into it <laughs> no i am all about the aggressive like this is the person i'm gonna be now yeah. um no uh i started like when I started going to college, I went for creative writing and then I took a film class because they started offering mm. uh, film as a major th that year that I was, that I started. And so I took a director's course on Woody Allen, um, who obviously is a shitty person. I don't need to tell, I don't need to tell you guys yeah. that, but that who, was, who? <laughs> that <laughs> was like the first like film class I, I ever took. And I was like, Oh my God, wait, like, this is how I want to look at movies. I want to like dissect them and watch them and talk about them with people who are also super excited about them. Yeah. I guess I just, there's all these movies I haven't seen. Oh my God. Like it kind of just opened it up for me. And then, you know, I took like a gender and film class and that was like even more, unbeknownst to me my, mm. completely my shit so <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of opened all these doors and then i got into watching like basically anything i could get a hold of a lot of like mumblecore and like low budget relationship yeah. movies and stuff like that and then eventually a lot of horror which is basically a mix of what i like to watch today yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice what, yeah. so was there anything like that for you kevin like almost like a an oh shit moment like did did you go to school for film or uh sort of i went to like a year of film school at this community college in california okay uh, i when i was in like seventh grade i decided i wanted to be make movies yeah and so it was kind of just that became my obsession and uh i mean i have done that too but you know not necessarily as a career professionally yeah. or whatever but check uh, out a hamburger dad I, check out hamburger yeah. dad it is my, uh, i've made other better movies too but it's pretty fun <laughs> anyway uh so i went to yeah i did go to film school and then uh, yeah so I, I took you know a bunch of film classes but uh, i kind of just became an obsession with me uh, you know uh, just watching his whatever movies i could get my hands on i worked at a few different video stores uh, before uh, working at Scarecrow for yeah. most of the rest of my life. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there wasn't like a moment where I was like, I'm into film. I think it just, I re at some point realized this is the thing that I love and have always loved. I don't know. I just like started rewatching movies that I'd watched when I was a kid and being like, oh my God, this is the, like I said, all these memories I think of when I think back, I'm like me playing with Star Wars toys or yeah you know, talking to my friends about movies or my friend telling me the plot of aliens, you know, the whole fucking thing, all the gory parts and everything when I was like six or whatever, you know? And so, yeah. you know, uh, watching, I think, you know, I think back to summers where it was like my friends and I watched like Top Gun, Crocodile Dundee, Howard the Duck, like every day or whatever, you know, yeah. those are my memories. And, you know, and then we rode bikes and shit too, but, uh, but the movies. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I do think that that, and this is very like old man yells at cloud thing, but that whole like idea of like, I can't see a movie, so I need somebody else to like literally describe it to me front to back is such a like, I don't feel like that ever happens anymore. 
because <laughs> I feel like, like people a, don't want that to happen. I, I, I feel like it was so like I don't know when when somebody saw Jurassic Park before I did, and they <laughs> came to school and they were like this dude sitting on a toilet and a, and a dinosaur <laughs> totally eats him and like rips him in half. And I was like, Whoa, like that's gotta be the coolest thing I've ever heard of. Like just every, every little like minutia element of this movie. And then when I finally saw it, it was like, I was waiting. I don't know. It was this weird sort of like, like ritual. <laughs> yeah. But you were like, when's this part going to happen? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like now if if somebody wants to see a movie and they're like, yo, you got to check this movie out. It's like they'll go rent it or yeah, <laughs> it's pretty available. Yeah. Or they're going to just go online and get all that. Exactly. From, from not a person excitingly talking about yeah. it, which is kind of sad. It yeah. is a little sad. I mean, I've worked in a video. We've worked with people who are into movies for so long that we still do. That still happens yeah, to uh, us, yeah. I think. Like, and I guess that's our show, huh? Yeah, yeah that's our totally. show, too. But if we're at work or whatever, like people, there's people that work at, you know, that we work with that'll be like, come in and be like, oh, you got to see this. And here's the whole thing. Yeah. And they'll explain yeah. it to you. So, I mean, I guess I've spent my time so much of my life around people yeah like that like, uh, that yeah. it hasn't gone away entirely. But I know what you mean. When I, we, but that's a little kid thing, too. It's a kid thing, yeah. Where you're like, you know, you you're so excited about that. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, I have to tell happen? you this, this thing, you know, and then it's and then it's always a little wrong. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not quite like as like fucked up as like they they described it or right. or exactly. whatever. <laughs> I remember, yeah. like, Raising Arizona specifically, I remember describing that to people and, like, the part with the guy throwing the grenade at the rabbit and stuff, you know? And I, I in my mind, when I was a little kid, that was, like, so gory and stuff. Like, it's not really. Yeah. You're, you're like, everyone, get ready, because this yeah. going to blow your mind. You're not going to believe what you're going to see, this motorcycle guy. Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like we we find, like, ways to replicate it now, like everyone says you know uh like going on letterbox is similar to some degree of like browsing video covers or um for people that don't have rental stores or or even reading a really good letterbox review you know can get you super excited for like oh shit i have to see that like it mm -hmm. sounds it sounds incredible so <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i don't know you get older and i don't know yeah you tr i try to stay open to everything but like your film your film watching narrows in some regards or i don't know it's like who you follow yeah. on instagram or twitter or whatever too i try do to you, like stay open but <laughs> do either of you find yourself like because one of the things that i find um as i get older is i do find myself a little bit more um on a rewatch sort of sometimes like like the idea of watching <laughs> movies that i've seen before that i know are comfort movies starts to get like up, like up in my mind as things that i want to do versus like when i was younger it was like i have to see the next thing do either of you feel that way like yeah yeah so me and kevin are like completely different with this we've <laughs> talked about it before um i am mostly a, a first time watcher person still yeah. um so i'm like trying to find stuff i haven't seen or or if i watch some movie by a director i'll be like okay i want to watch all the other ones that i haven't seen <laughs> um whereas kevin Kevin, you're a big rewatcher. I am a way big more than me. I mean, I will rewatch some stuff, but yeah, I think I think both of us are a little on each side of the scale with that. I think I become, and I, part part of it's I've become more of a rewatcher doing our show and stuff is because yeah. like once we started doing the show, I like discovering things for yeah. the show, but I also like there's a lot of movies that I I've been waiting my whole life yeah. to like tell people to, about. Like, tell people yeah, about. Sometimes totally. I sometimes and I so, feel. I feel like, oh man, I should be just like telling people all about my like favorite movies that I've seen. But then so much of what I like about doing the show too is 
telling people about like, oh my God, you guys, like four days ago, I just watched this amazing movie and like, it's fresh in my mind. I got to yeah. talk about it. So, um, but I, yeah, but I'm on, I'm, uh, yeah. And I'm also like, just always trying to find the, uh, another thing. And yeah. Also, there's always like another thing. Cause we're at the video so store many. where it's like, you know, it's not hard for us to just see something we haven't seen. I don't think we can no. ever watch everything. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never, I, I've had people kind of go like, I, when I first started working, I had people say like, Oh, you'll get sick of uh, movies after a while. <laughs> and I've been there 19 years and I'm like, every day I'm there, I'm like, there's some new, like 10 new That's movies like, I see on the shelf. Like music like, someday. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's like, yeah, I've been, you know, watching movies my entire life. I feel like at some point, I would have gotten sick by now. <laughs> yeah, you'll exactly. you'll get sick of looking at the world someday. It's like, yeah. wait, no, I won't. What? I'm a human being. <laughs> yeah. I like revisiting stuff too because you can. I don't. I find you can uh, discover a new yeah angle on it a lot of times after you've gotten older, especially stuff that you liked a lot when you were a kid or yeah. you were younger or you know, like I just rewatched Romeo and Juliet for the show. Yes, randomly yeah. just because I I. I'm like I'm on a James Gunn kick, and I'm like, oh, I want to watch *Tromeo and Juliet*. Yeah. I haven't watched it in years, and I certainly didn't love love it like I did when I was. But I saw like what I I was like, right, I see right, what right. I dug about it so much when I was like 20. Yeah, and I don't know. So it's I don't know. I, I get it. I you know I get some. And who knows? Like maybe in like five years, I'm gonna all of a sudden it's gonna like tilt, and maybe, I'm gonna just yeah. like rewatch <laughs> a bunch of stuff. So yeah, yeah. 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 I also find that with like Letterboxd having used it for so long, you know, I will watch a movie that I haven't seen in a really long time and like completely change, you know, your opinion on it. And yeah, I feel that's like that's cool. That's always weird too, though, with Letterboxd because like some review of mine from like 2012 where I'm like, <laughs> I hated this or something. You're, it's like I've completely flipped now and it's so weird to have this like, you know, like diary of a thing I hated a long time ago I love now or like the opposite mm -hmm. it's so weird to be like presented <laughs> with that it yeah. is weird it's a it's a cool kind of diary to have though so you've been on it a really long time huh yeah when yeah. did when did letterbox start because I got I in 2012 I think it was around 2011 yeah 2012 I, okay. I got 2013 so we're all old timers all, here yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what does anybody remember their first movie that they put up on Letterboxd? No, I but do. now I want to go look. I actually think oh I do. How do I look um, at this up quickly? I'm just kidding. If you guys are, mine, mine was Miss Bala. I remember that. The original. Uh, I'm, which is, I'm, if you haven't seen it, it's great. Yeah, mine was that animated film, The Secret of Kells from 2009. Oh, great movie. Which is so good, yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Tom all of the, Moore. all of their, Wait, all their movies. Do you guys just all, remember Tom, that, Tom Moore, or did right? you figure out how to get I, to it quickly? I remember it, and you know, I just remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what? I remember it because I, I watched. I believe I got on Letterboxd the same night that I watched. I don't know why I remember things this way. <laughs> I remember things by what movies I was watching. Uh, my roommate and I watched the Evil Dead remake, and we both mm -hmm. hated it. And then we, right after that, watched the uh, Sharknado, which was airing on oh, Sci-Fi yeah. that night. I love the Sharknado movies. And we love Sharknado. And I was like, I never thought there'd be a world where I liked the Sharknado, a movie called Sharknado, more than yeah. Evil, a movie called Evil Dead. But here we are. Here, this is where we are. And for some reason, I remember that was that was not a god on Letterboxd. I mostly use it just to like log stuff. I don't, I don't troll it a lot i don't get on there and re i read some reviews here and there but so sorry if 
everybody. If I'm, <laughs> your reviews. I'm not, oh, I don't expect you to read mine either. I mostly get on there so that I can like, uh, when we have staff picks come up or somebody's like, what was your mm-hmm. favorite movies of the year? I can go like, you don't well, use let, watch list let me check. Either, do you? I'm terrible with watch lists. Yeah. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> we've covered that. <laughs> okay. Long. I'm going to spend the rest of this you podcast too? scrolling back through my letterbox. So no, I'll let a, you guys know when I come across I, it. Uh, <laughs> I think if you go to the diary page, you can like, uh, at least on desktop, you can like click on, It'll show you whatever the first page is. It'll be like one dot 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 sixty yeah. or something. Yeah, I'm on the app on my phone. We we can cut all this. Yeah. <laughs> I probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not cutting I'm, uh, I'm December 2018 now, so it'll be a few more minutes of scrolling. Okay. Um, but yeah. <laughs> did uh, Did you ever circle back on that Evil Dead movie? Do you still hate it, Kevin? I bet. I, I bet if I watched it now, I'd, I would be like meh. But I, Are you talking yeah. about the new the, the new remake? one? I thought I, that was pretty good. I remember it liking was, the, it. was okay. Yeah. I don't for I, like what it you know I, for any. I like it. I don't know. I don't, it's like it's like a style of horror that that like I don't I don't get yeah. into. And plus, I think if it had not been called Evil Dead, if it had been called like Woods Monster, <laughs> I think I or something, I would have been that like, too. Like if it was its own, if it was yeah, its own thing, I would have been like it's kind of like Evil Dead, but like but like more you know uh, yeah more on its face messed up and i liked it when it was raining blood at the end i thought like when it but the rest of it i don't know when the guy stabs himself in the eye like 50 times or something i don't like eyeball stuff anyway but (laughs) it's a a bit much (laughs) uh who isn't isn't fulci always doing the eyeball thing yeah but those are so fake i can i can i I can get into it yeah yeah it's like an egg yeah <laughs> gross. that's it's even like grosser for a hard-boiled egg no, uh, no effects on it or anything it's, it's not even like uh, eyes getting stabbed isn't a big deal it's um like eyes getting touched Could i you can't watch, watch take no i can't watch people put contacts out. in or out uh but uh also there's a scene in the movie raw where this there's mm-hmm. and it's like it's, oh, it's yeah. during a dance party and there's like a part where it's just a real quick shot where like some guy or a girl i don't remember somebody licks another person's yeah. eyeball and that for me was the most disgusting part of that whole movie, which involves, which is like also has people eating yeah. other people. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm gonna throw up. Someone licks someone's eyeball. It's the most yeah. disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, uh, well, so you, Kevin, you mentioned that you've worked at video stores before, but like, how did both of you end up with like uh, working at Scarecrow Video? What were your paths towards? Scarecrow. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, you can go. Uh, I've been there longer. <laughs> I have been there. I've been there longer. Uh, I worked at. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I always wanted to work at video stores because I was into movies, mm-hmm. and uh, I worked at uh, Blockbuster Video in my hometown in Montana uh, in like the late '90s, and then I worked at a place out here called Video Theater Movie Club, which is now either a fish store or a camera store. I can't remember what now. It's Certainly not a video store anymore. Um, and then I came out, I moved out here and I was kind of like, I'm going to, I want to work at Scarecrow Video. And they had an opening and I went and interviewed and it was this terrifying round table interview at the time <laughs> when I got hired in 2002. And uh, it was like this, like, uh, all the managers giving you a barrage of questions like if someone asks for this kind of movie what do you recommend and, you know oh, your no. res- yeah, everybody you know that we at scarecrow we hire people you have your resume and everybody writes their top 10 directors top 10 movies or whatever you know i wrote like top 25 because like, i just couldn't stop but you know but it's like it was this terrifying interview and then um uh yeah and then i just i it was I, I the first time i went to scarecrow was sort of casually mentioned to me by some dude at my this house i was living at in this like 
you know, these guys were over and they were all like high and they were just like, oh man, you got to check, you guys like movies, you got to check out this place, Scarecrow Video. And I'm like, oh, cool. It sounds like a video store. He's like, yeah, it's a video store. It's cool. He's like, they, you know, because he's like, the, they got these, the, you know, the Miyazaki movies, but which weren't out on DVD or video or anything here yet. Mm-hmm. But he's like, but they've got like screenplays so you can read along with it. And we were like, oh, that sounds cool. That's weird. Why would yeah. go there? Nobody told us it was like, the biggest video store in the world. Like we walked in and I was like, what are you, what the, what the fuck? I was like blown away. I, I couldn't, I couldn't think of what to rent. So I rented uh Stuart Gordon's space truckers. Um, nice. Uh, which was, you know, not his <laughs> best movie, but yeah, that's yeah, pretty fun. It's, it's pretty fun. fun. It's, fun. Yeah. it's Dennis Hopper, you know, uh, uh, I've come around on Steven Dorff a little, so, you know, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then I've just, I mean, then I've just been at Scarecrow forever. I'm just different in different jobs. Of yeah. absorbed jobs when people left and stuff so i have <laughs> n- numerous titles <laughs> there. um that's i mean that's the that's the short version i guess yeah <laughs> yeah um i got hired in 2013 also before i started i found my first Ooh. uh reviewed movie was okay the, the spectacular now from 2013 oh. which oh. is a sweet little that's movie. a good movie yeah. it's good that's a good movie i like that um, anyways, so yeah, I got hired in 2013. It was like, uh, after I graduated college with my film studies degree, I had been like, uh, interning with SIF and writing for them at the time, the Seattle International Film Festival. And I was like, okay, time, time to stop being a nanny and working at preschools, which is what I had been doing like all through college. Mm. And I was like, time to get into the biz. So uh, <laughs> I, I basically, I've been going to Scarecrow for like my college classes because a lot of my professors would really encourage us to like go get the video and stuff. And they would always be like, Scarecrow's a place. Um, so, <laughs> and I knew they like never hired. So <laughs> when you get hired there, uh, as we can see with Kevin, you don't you don't go anywhere. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> so I'm sure if okay, you look back to the archive, I don't even know if you can find this email, but I sent like a really, really pathetic email, being like, "I will clean the bathrooms of Scarecrow. I will like vacuum, <laughs> which I have. I've done those things. <laughs> but like, I was like, please, I'm going to work here. Here's this like." here's like some film writing. I just like threw everything in. I was like, here, I like movies. I'll prove it to you. And, <laughs> and um, I got hired. I remember our, our buddy, Rich, who you can sometimes see on the Viva show. He, I still have the voicemail he left me when he hired me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's that amazing. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think is like your favorite part of working at a video store? Cause like Kevin, you mentioned it was like a dream job and it seems like for both of you, it was something that you like really wanted to do. It is mm-hmm. like your favorite part of it, being able to recommend something to somebody and getting that like direct feedback of like, and then they came back and told me if they liked it or not, or is it just being around movies or? I mean, for me, I don't know. I've, I've, I've been there so long. I've had, I've, my feelings are up and down mm. sometimes just because, you know, <laughs> yeah. you work at some, you work at the same place forever. It's uh, you know. totally, uh, but uh, I mean, it's a, it's a place like a physical place that I love mm-hmm. and I think it's like a really important uh archive you know all of yeah. that stuff that I think and so just being around I mean I I love that I I I love just being able to go there and having access to almost every movie you know mm-hmm. like if I think of one I'm like there's we we probably have it you know obviously there's a lot we don't um that's just not possible that's mm-hmm. not available yeah 
but uh, that's part of it. I mean, I do, I, I'm, I'm, I like, you know, a lot of the customers that I've gotten to know over the years too. And like, you know, I do like that, like, you know, having a conversation with people about, you know, uh, about a certain thing, you know, if I recommend a Shaw Brothers movie to somebody and they're like, oh, that was rad. And I go, yeah. well, here's three more that you yeah, might yeah. like, you know, kind of thing. I, I do like that. I think that that direct, uh, it, I think that's much, that's much more satisfying to me than, uh, you know, computer recommendations or something. Mm -hmm. It's just, I feel like that's a more, it's, it's just, there's an organic feel to it. Plus, it's a I, I don't personal know. connection too. It's, mm -hmm. yeah. And it's so much. I've just been there for a little, so it's like, I can't, I can't, I literally can't think of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah. what do you mean? There's a, there's, wait, there's an outside world? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, what do you mean not scary? What, not, what? Um, no, uh, <laughs> I, I also, so I only work at Scarecrow on the floor right now, part-time. Um, so it's kind of like my, my half, my happy job, I guess. <laughs> like, like, and I work there in different capacities for the last eight years, but it's definitely like a, a, an area where I'm like, okay, everyone for the most part here, at least my coworkers were all very like-minded when it comes to like being obsessed with watching movies and, yeah. and, and loving them and wanting to talk about them. And it's like just finding your, your people basically. Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, like we mentioned earlier, just having all of it out in front of you, like to just walk around and like see and to just be able to have access to that at any moment. I also feel just like the environment is like, oh, I can be like totally myself here. Like yeah. at this job, I'm not like in a, in an office, like being my work self. Like I, I'm here right. and I'm like, this is who I am. This, this person is who I am, I guess. Yeah. Totally. That, that, all, yeah. All that stuff too. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, as as somebody that, that does work like in not an office job right now, obviously because of COVID I work remotely, but there is definitely like, if somebody's mm -hmm. asking for a movie recommendation, I have to think of like, okay, like, what kind of thing am I going to present you with? Because I'm not going to be like, oh, you got to watch this fucked up movie I watched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gauge your audience. Right. Right. Which... It was like uh, for my my other job, I am a content creator for like a digital marketing company. And we had mm -hmm. like a Halloween party and they like set up this like Jeopardy style game. And like one of the like Jeopardy calls was horror movies. And I like literally was like should i like stop answering because yeah. I, I was like killing it way too hard yeah like sorry guys <laughs> this is the real me yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly they get a glimpse um <laughs> are are either of you like super collector types or the one thing i was wondering about is is the fact that you work <laughs> in a video store does that kind of like temper it because you're like I don't have to buy all these movies because I have access to, to, to a lot of them through rental. Cause I am here often, you know, I think it's uh it's kind of a mix. Like, yeah, that is a thing, but then it's also like, we get to see all the new like arrow releases or the yeah. cool fucking vinegar syndrome stuff. And like all of it, and we get to hold it in our hand and be like, this is like <laughs> nice on our shelf. Uh, we both, we both have a good, well, yeah. I have not right now, uh, I just moved, so I actually got rid of a few things, but I got my box sets up there. My Godzilla and Fellini and my <laughs> yeah, yeah. Academy box sets all next to each other. <laughs> yeah, it looks you know, real the, cool in here, Kevin. The, the, the <laughs> uh, I, I've gotten better. I think I've gotten like where I where I get fewer movies. You're like curating yeah. it more because I even yeah. like me, I used to just buy a bunch of VHS like for fun, oh, and now yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, that is. 
after moving a few times, you're like, wow, I love physical media, but like also I hate <laughs> physical media because yeah. it's everything, records, VHS, books. It's also heavy. Yeah. So I've like stopped buying tapes for the most part. And yeah. it's like, I have to, you get just get a little more picky, I guess, especially because we don't live in mansions. We live in small totally. Seattle apartments. We're not, and we don't live in, I mean, I, like I said, I just had to move and so we don't live places forever. I don't know. I have a bigger comic book collection, honestly. And that that's like more annoying than my Blu-rays and DVDs because <laughs> yeah. it's like various weird sized books yeah. and then and then like you know six or seven long boxes of just single issues. It's like come <laughs> yeah. on, what am I doing yeah. even? But you know I go through it and I'm like I got rid of the stuff I don't want and I'm like but why do I want this stuff anyway? Yeah, you get, you get rid a, of the stuff to make room for more. You know stuff the collector mentality. Cycle. I'm sure. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What about what about you? Yeah. Uh, so I I was really uh hard on the VHS collection for a number of years. So I have like five hundred or almost or maybe a little bit more than five hundred tapes. Um, oh, awesome. And I like built a built a shelf to like hold them all. Um, but there was a there was definitely a certain point where I was like getting really excited when you know all the boutique labels started to do their thing. Like even when it was like scream factory just before vinegar syndrome and then yeah. they were doing their and so i was like i gotta buy all the ones that come out and and <laughs> at a certain point i was like i kind of You're like do i <laughs> yeah and i kind of cut out the the middleman where i was like i'm gonna get rid of all my dvds and i'm only gonna focus on like i'll collect my vhs and then i'll buy movies on blu-ray and that'll oh. be it but there was definitely a point where i like hit a wall and stopped but recently with with trying to keep up a little bit for carlo and i's podcast of like what's being released right um, i've started to like slip back into it where i was like what do you mean phantom of the mall's coming out i gotta buy that or oh like, my gosh that is or... on my list of um i just made a yeah the hooptober like uh, or a challenge on letterbox and right. phantom and about the malls on yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it yeah <laughs> and, and then they put uh uh what was it severin put out siege the canadian movie and i was like well i have right. to buy that i've been waiting for it to be like not a vhs so i can watch it like and actually see it because all i'd heard for over the years was it's such a dark movie and is, like I've yeah i've never seen that i don't think is that the one i i was looking at it and i i swear i've seen that one is that the one where like the cops yeah, there's like some off-duty cops attack yeah. the the tenement. Okay, yeah, that movie's awesome. It's really that's, good. That's like one of the best siege movies, and it's like, it's like just the idea that it's like off-duty cops like makes it so much more pressure. Yeah, and fucked yeah, up. and it's set it's set <laughs> oh, during cool. a like a real a real strike that happened in in Canada. So it's like, okay. yeah, it was kind of like a this was happening, and they made a movie, and yeah, and it's kind of still prescient today because it's like the cops are bigots and right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so i've always heard about it and i think it actually screened here they did like a 35 millimeter screen and i could <clears> go <throat> so it's one of those movies where i've been like i don't want to watch the vhs because i know it's not gonna do it justice so i'm gonna wait and so i waited forever and so and then I saw they were they were putting it out, and so now that I'm like keeping yeah. a track of what's being released, I'm like, oh well, I have to buy, <laughs> you know, I have to buy Eyes <laughs> yeah. of Fire from Seven well, because it you did gotta just get <laughs> yeah. box set exactly. Um, you do yeah. a lot of like blind buys, like um, stuff you haven't seen before. Not not a ton, but if it's something that I've been waiting to see, you know, <laughs> on Blu-ray, like I'll buy it and and do some blind buys. I'll, I'll take a bit of a gamble. Um, like Siege was one where it was like 
I've never seen it. I've been waiting for it to on a Blu-ray to see it in a, in a nice copy. So I'm going to buy it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like uh, Phantom of the Mall, I bought because I've seen it. <laughs> and I was like, that's hilarious that it's even on Blu-ray. <laughs> that, like a lot of this stuff is like, it, you think like, I can't believe this movie is getting like even the same director's other movie, Doom Asylum. I was like, uh, I like I, that I love that it, that that's even on Blu-ray, <laughs> so I feel like I kind of have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I mean, that jo- the genre stuff is is like crazy with Blu-rays these days. I talked mm-hmm. to a guy who, um, this guy who's a regular at Scarecrow, uh, Larry Estes, and he was a producer on a bunch of movies in the '90s. Uh, a lot of great movies like Dogfight, mm-hmm. and and oh, cool. uh, and one of them, one of my favorite movies of the '90s, uh, One False Move. Um, with Billy so Bob good, Thornton, yeah. um, and uh, and he uh, he'd read I had written a review of it or something that was on the Scarecrow newsletter or something. And he called and he wanted to talk to me a bit. You know, he's like, I just want to tell you some stories about about one false move, and he, yeah. you know, which was really sweet. He oh. told me about how Bill Paxton was like the nicest guy I ever worked with. And stuff. <laughs> you know, he's like he's like he was never he was like he was never he was never had never had a bad thing to say about anybody except for one person. Uh, Ooh, who was it? Uh, it was Charlize <laughs> Theron when they worked on Oh really? Oh Mighty Joe I didn't Young. Think you're gonna have an answer. That's yeah. funny. Uh, but uh, but he talked. But he was talking about how like how speaking of anyway to bring it back to Blu-rays is because he was talking about how like uh, this movie Mind Warp that he co- that he yes. produced that I think it's Mind Warp right with Bruce Campbell and stuff yeah. right yeah yeah that recently came out on Blu-ray. He was talking about how like they produced some of these Fangoria movies and how those are coming out on Blu-ray. And he's like, but One False Move and Dogfight are still just like in the wind. Nobody even knows about them. And yeah. I kind of was like, you know, I mean. I love that all that genre stuff is coming out, but I also, you know, wish I do like kind of like go like, yeah, I wish that like there's, there needs to be a Blu-ray of one false move, hundred like, which is like just one of the best crime movies of American crime movies, but it's also just one of the best movies of the nineties. It's like, yeah. but it's, but it's, you know, it's essentially forgotten. I don't Dog know, fight too. Oh my God. Dog fight. Yeah. Which I haven't I, seen. Well, you haven't seen it? No. Oh Kevin, my God. It's it. amazing. Yeah, it'll, it's so precious and so, <clears throat> I don't know, it's great. You should it's, see it. a, it's a true delight, yeah. And there's only delight. so many River Phoenixes that we've got, so, yeah. right? you know. It is true, like, like <laughs> there is this interesting sort of area of, like, we're seeing the most obscure things getting getting re-released and stuff, but yeah, there's so many, like, mainstream things that have fallen through the cracks, and you're like, it, it does make you think, like, if a movie released by this major company with major stars can just be like completely not like you can't even rent it or see it or, you know, yeah. get it on iTunes or anywhere. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But um, I mean, but I, again, not to like slag off and be like, I don't think that the genre stuff should be released. It's just sometimes I'm like, well, why isn't this really great? You know, why isn't big yeah. night uh, available here on mm-hmm. Blu-ray? You know, I mean, there's an Australian Blu-ray and stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, but I love the genre stuff too, and I yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm more picky with my buying. I always have been. I've always yeah. I've never bought. I've never blind bought anything. I've only blind bought like, <laughs> maybe a couple things, or if I'm like, because I'm not a big. Okay, so it's taken me a long time. Kevin knows this. It's taken me a long time to be like. It took me a long time to get a Blu-ray player in yeah. general, <laughs> and then it's taken me a long time to be like, well, I guess I'll spend the extra money to buy Blu-rays, and I still yeah. buy DVDs sometimes because I guess it just that that part of it doesn't super matter to me mm-hmm. at least yet in my life um so i'm also one of those people who go to like goodwill and like buy a bunch of like dvds that <laughs> yeah. i love but that are probably not in great condition and i'm sure other collectors <laughs> be like oh my god what are you doing um 
but yeah but yeah. i also love buying a criterion yeah and opening that up and looking at the packet and just it's like it's like the, essays, the unboxing yeah. videos yes. on youtube that girls do with like makeup and stuff but it's like me opening up like <laughs> yeah i think maybe like the blind buy thing is is also maybe built into me from being a vhs collector where i was just like like so many of the movies i bought was a were a blind buys because i was just mm -hmm. like i love this cover i must mm -hmm. own it like because when vinegar syndrome put out that or, or maybe it sometimes it's like the more obscure it is the more likely i might buy it because Vinegar Syndrome and Agfa put out that Treasure of the Ninja and the films of William Lee. Oh, like, yeah. like, great, which is great. Which is great. And I was like, this is so, I've never heard of this. And here's this guy who made these movies and these shorts that like, you know, did it all himself. And like, I can't not support that. Like, I want more things like this. So even <laughs> if I don't like the, the movies, like I at least want to be able to support that they went and found these movies by a regional filmmaker and you know put put it out there because yes yes and it's such a delightful uh collection <laughs> yeah 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 i yeah. we i didn't watch the all the features on it but we did watch uh rich and i watched the uh, treasure of the ninja which yeah is which great. is it's a bit long but it's, it's a bit long <laughs> um i just thought i did blind buy something kind of recently i oh. bought the champagne and bullets slash oh. Road to Revenge. <laughs> which i had yeah. seen um, one of the cuts because of, so many people point. on twitter were like Oh man, people are gonna regret not like picking this up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I just got paid. Like, why not? Mm -hmm. And I mean, it didn't really disappoint. I'm happy I have it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's cool that they put that out. Uh, a friend yeah. of mine from Portland, Matt, he uh, he actually had a cassette tape of the Champagne and Bullets edit, oh, man. like a year ago oh, wow. or two before it came out on Blu-ray. And so he like digitized it and uploaded it to youtube with like an unlisted and shared the link around and so we it watched is a it bizarre that way. good time it yeah is, it's pretty funny i've seen get even which it, i think is a different cut than yeah. the champagne and bullets cut i think that this release has like all the different cuts on <laughs> yeah, it too, yeah yeah but i've only seen whatever was the one that you know you yeah. press play and it i like plays. Right. <laughs> i like get even because it was all one word yeah get even get, get, get even. even get even get even <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, so when you started the YouTube show for Scarecrow, Viva Physical Media, um, was there like an inspiration for it, or was it just like, "Hey, we're here. We have some cameras. Let's like put something together." Or what was it like? You know, what what was the sort of impetus of that? Um, I mean, we started. We actually had like we had a false start. Yeah, a little like twenty nineteen fall of twenty nineteen. But we just had bad equipment. It was <laughs> so like so we, we recorded a couple. There are the lost tapes. There are a couple episodes for the they're, upcoming Blu-ray release. <laughs> they're literally lost though. That Kevin claims they're exist. actually lost. It's gone. I have more hope. Um, no, I know that they're gone. Uh, like a hacker. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we were like, well, I mean, we we you know we drink beers and talk about movies. Like sometimes when we just hang out, why yeah. can't we? Mm -hmm. Just do, why can't we do that for the store? Yeah, because we're trying to like expand like. Um, extra things that we do for the source like the podcast yeah. like community outreach stuff and classes and things in our screening room and so uh kevin invited me to be on a youtube show <laughs> well i thought i thought i was like i, I kind of want I, this was idea i just kind of wanted to do it and it was kind of yeah. a way of of just uh, again of like reaching out to mm -hmm. more of an audience um and getting the you know the name of scarecrow out there to more people yeah uh, and uh and i 
I mean, I was, I was like, Emily would be the perfect co-host. And at first you were like, I don't know. I've never been on a YouTube show yeah. before. I'm like, so you'll, Kevin, you'll has like, Kevin has like a comedy background. He's made <laughs> movies. He does podcasts. I, I had, at the time I had been on like two podcasts. I've never been on like a film. I've never been on any videos or any shows or anything like that. So I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> yeah. But I said, yes. And here we are. But you're better than me. Here Everybody tells me that. Oh. So, I all of my friends all my friends tell me that you're better than me so you, there you go yes finally right that's all i wanted was all your friends to turn yeah. against you and tell me i'm better i don't know if they, I don't know if they turned against me yeah. they, they were just always against me they hate you now yeah. they hate they're my friends they now bitch sorry yeah. that's, you can have them uh, uh but, but yeah that we just it, i don't know it's kind of just something that i think and also during also like it came back up i think during um lockdown because we've been closed and i was like oh, yeah. now's yeah. a perfect time to start doing this because mm-hmm. we're not and part of it was just that i wanted to do i wanted to do something that wasn't going to be that was going to be us but through scarecrow so scarecrow but not like basically we just kind of do it ourselves yeah and, um you know it's through scarecrow and um and it's at scarecrow and it's at scarecrow but uh it's not like we're not to, you know we're not like it's not like an advertisement for the yeah. store although it is i don't know if that makes sense yeah basically we have we have creative control <laughs> and we can just do whatever um, i guess you've seen it so you know that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that no one's gonna tell us to not drink our shitty beers <laughs> no one has no one has yet. no one has um but uh yeah and i think it was just a way because i just wanted to like and to share movies that we like. And also I've been like, I, you know, and you, you did, you did one of our, uh, you know, uh, don't take our word for it. Videos. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been trying to, you know, I want to, the idea too was to like, more there's involved. no, there's not as many video stores anymore. And it's, you know, it is a shrinking community and to kind of, you know, reach out to people who are part of that community and want to like go like, Oh cool. You know, and not, so not only like, Hey, we're the coolest video store in the world, but like that. And then also like, yeah. are there other cool video yeah, stores in like, the world? What you city know? do you live in? Like look up, yeah. If you have a video store that you just don't know about, you know, yeah. just celebrating totally. that kind of the, the place and, and the, movies that you kind can of hold thing. in your hand and be like, exactly. Look, you're filming me. I have this movie in my hand. It's not mm-hmm. just a title on a streaming service that can be like taken away. Exactly. You know? And we've talked about movies, of course, that are on that are also streaming because yeah. it's impossible not to. But you know, I, I think we try to focus on like, well, check out this cool thing, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, I, I don't know, we're sitting in front of a bunch of videos and yeah. stuff every time. So, you know, uh, totally. that was, that was kind of it. Just like, you know, a way to, uh, get, get Scarecrow like out to, to more people. Yeah. 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 And I, and like, <laughs> I can tell you that like, as somebody like in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and you know, like I, I can't come into Scarecrow in Seattle yet. Um, but like, watching the telethon and watching the videos and like, you know, being able to donate a little bit of money and get like a cool, like, you know, kickback. I have the glass and like, it definitely has that, like (laughs) that, like community feeling to like the videos and, and like the, all like the good, the best podcasts, like the, the like camaraderie between the two of you and, and the like discussions of the movies feel very like you're, you're, you're hanging out. Like, I think that's, that's why I, I feel like, people gravitate to that kind of show and that kind of content. Cause it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like you're there. It's like, you're a part of the community. It's very like, yeah, I, I enjoy it quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, thank you so <laughs> thanks, much. Yeah. And thanks. And I mean, yeah, that's the thing is that I like, you know, kind of just, I want it to be like yeah. a, uh, my initial idea was like, I want it to be like a public access show. Yeah. Like casual. Yeah. Also, yeah. I feel like a lot of, some people have an idea of like, those people that work at these video stores might be like, 
snobby or like right. you know like they're fi- they're yeah. film geeks or whatever and it's like yeah dude yes but, but also like we just watched the dog father and, yeah. like, <laughs> and like i had you know i inspired kevin to watch 13 going on 30 and like there you, you, you can did. find like good movies mm-hmm. they don't have to be like super art house or highbrow although that stuff is great mm-hmm. but also it's like there's joy and you can find like value in yeah. literally a lot almost anything yeah totally. yeah i mean i've always been like or you could decide for yourself at least not just like from an algorithm on a streaming site I guess. Yeah, yeah that's that's the thing too and yeah i don't know i've always been a fan of like the, you know uh, all kinds of movies so you know high class trash and yeah. then, you know and then, and then everything in between and i think like you just right. i i think that it's like it's like you know eating or whatever right you gotta have a healthy diet yeah uh, a well-rounded a well-rounded pizza. diet yeah. What's that? But you also have to have pizza. But what I mean is, well, while we're diet in general, so you want to have pizza, but also but sometimes also you want to have like a really exactly. good vegetables and fruits. Yeah. And, not that, and not the vegetables and fruits are bad, but like when you go, oh man, this yeah. is really good. It's yeah. like sometimes <laughs> when, when like maybe you've been drinking all the night before and then the next morning you're like, oh my God, water is like literally, why don't, why don't people <laughs> drink water more? It's, it's, yeah. it's so good. Exactly. <laughs> and, growing up, I was kind of surrounded by people who watched a lot of like the so bad is good and like I hate this movie. Movie, but it's great and and i've found like it sometimes interesting to get other people's perspective on this like when did you sort of come around to accepting like no this movie isn't bad you know what i mean like this movie that people are saying is bad isn't bad because i'm getting enjoyment out of it it's actually a good movie because i do feel like there's this yeah. interesting like like it it has to either be like like I've gotten into like arguments about people where they've been like, sure, you you found that movie entertaining, but that doesn't mean it's good. And I'm like, actually, it does. It means it's great because okay, I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you know? I totally agree with you there. I think me and Kevin even talked. I don't know if we talked about it on an episode or off camera or something, but like yeah. what bad and good movies are. And if we're talking like if you're looking at it as like a technical level, is this movie poorly done because I honestly I agree with you. I'm like, if I am having a good time watching a movie, I'm going to be like that's a good movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm going to be like, you know what? It's, it's really fun. That's a good movie. I like it. Um, even if it's, you know, some objectively like shitty early thousands yeah. horror movie or something like that. But <laughs> if it brings me joy, then I say it's good. And yeah. I'm the creator of my own universe. So, that's true. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of where I land. I think it was like, uh, the first time I ever hearing somebody like really scoff at the so bad it's good thing was Tarantino. And he was like, I don't, I don't know. He doesn't, you know, he was like, I don't yeah. subscribe to that. Also, like, yeah. Guilty that's, pleasures. It's like guilty just, pleasures. Just it was, shit, it was guilty like, pleasures like, was what he was talking about. And guilt. And it's like, I, and I, so I, since then I've always felt that, that too, that like, well, if you like it, you like it and it's good in some way and i don't yeah. think that right it's like top 40 radio or like me like drinking starbucks i'm like yeah. okay, maybe it's not cool but i like it yeah, yeah. and i think <laughs> i think that like yeah and i, I think that like i mean i, I don't know i yeah i've i've got arguments with people saying that al pacino is bad in scarface and i'm like He's not bad. He's doing a whole thing. He's doing a different <laughs> like, acting style than you want him to. Yeah. He's, a, a exactly. over, He's the over the top. Guy. And I'm like, that's the example I go to because I think it's a it's an example everybody yeah, knows. Yeah. You kind of yeah. go like, well, but like, okay, but like what he's doing is like this type of acting. And you're like going like, but real, but good acting is this kind of thing. Like so, what, what they want 
what, what other person exactly what do you want what do you want from that but that's the same thing with like if you watch something like deathbed or something right like, yeah but that eats right like, <laughs> of course. like like that movie you're like that's a bad movie and you go like okay but like what's the good version of deathbed that you're also you're like you why did i like watch? why was that fun to <laughs> yeah, me yeah why am i wrong for and smiling I, yeah. and i also still think that there's room to laugh at bad movies i don't think that i don't think that that's i don't think that there you totally shouldn't be like like yeah. like look watching a movie and going like i'm only taking this seriously yes and yeah. it, like you should also be able to be like manos hands of fate is poorly made and i can laugh at it and right. have fun at its expense but also go like but what is it giving me that is enjoy and, and yeah. also that's enjoyment i don't know it's the whole mst uh 3k uh thing i think like sort of poisoned a lot of people but it also it also turned a lot of people onto a bunch of movies yeah, that nobody would ever ever a seen. lot of stuff um yeah. also it's like i feel like a movie is only completely bad if you're if it's if you just like are counting the minutes down until you're done watching it you know like like, dog, like the dog father <laughs> but at the same time you know i would have liked the dog father more if maybe you and i had watched it together and we were like laughing about it absolutely at least a little more yeah. but it still would have been bad yeah yeah, yeah. 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 no it still would have been off man we've already given the dog father too much airtime in this i podcast. know jesus christ <laughs> maybe we need to stop saying the title <laughs> Um, well then, uh, speaking of, you know, these kinds of movies, let's, let's talk about a little bit if, if there are any that you want to discuss that you think like, you know, should be on Blu-ray or movies that you are your favorite that are even just a little under sort of scene. Cause I, I made a list of a couple movies that like, I think are surprising that haven't been released yet, but do you have anything that comes to mind? uh kevin you wanna, do you wanna take i pulled a couple off of my shelf i pulled one that i know emily oh, wow. does not like at all wait but, what is that oh yeah but sorry uh, you can't I, see you're not here so, so i'll start so <laughs> i'll start can you see country. this i'm pointing i'm holding it up to the computer that's uh, uh but i'll uh i'll start with that one then is the uh the american astronaut uh okay which is uh, have you seen this before no Oh, uh, which is uh, by Corey McAbee, and it's from like 19 no 2001 uh, I think it's I think it's one of the like it's one of the more the most like original movies ever made. It's like a it's like a space it's like a sci-fi rock western opera western musical. musical kind of thing. Uh, it's it's amazing, and it's only I don't know if the DVD is I think the DVD is out of print. I have mm. one that's all the covers all fucked up because I loaned it to a friend and then he gave it back to me like this. But the disc is still <laughs> fine, so I'm okay with it. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's like this spaceman who tr is traveling around, and he goes from place to place, and there's different songs, and you know he's got to get this item to this place, and this item to this place, and uh, I don't know, I just I love it. It's it, this like shot in this like st grainy, stark black and white, uh, and um, it's super lo-fi for someone who's made like super low-budget movies. It's super inspiring to me when I yeah. see stuff like this. So, when I when I pulled um, it up, I was like, oh, this is this is reminding me of like Guy Madden or something like kind of yeah like, yeah, yeah. So, stuff like 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 that uh, like that except without uh, for lack of better without the pretension. Yeah, yeah. Guy Madden, I think, can also not be pretentious, but it has it's just sort of more like definitely here's here's this thing which it, i'm not I, I love guy madden so i didn't mean like sometimes pretentious can <laughs> i feel like pretentious is like a bad word or something i feel like, like that's only pretentious but you're kind of like you can like, like lean into the pretentiousness and be like that's just that's just the vibe well i think that the tree of life is one of the greatest movies ever made oh, but, also, like, but, like also, is, but yeah. also like but also yeah. but i also like when i watch it i'm like weeping from the opening frame right, <laughs> right, 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 right. okay cool yeah <laughs> uh 
Should we switch off? Do you yeah. want to go? Um, I'm going to go. Uh, I always struggle with this question because I don't, I don't pay a super, I feel like I'm like admitting yeah. to like, I don't know. I don't pay super attention to when things don't make it to Blu-ray because I don't really care right now. Yeah. I had uh, to, but... I had to look, I was like, I need to make sure. Cause, cause yeah. I, I, I also <laughs> understand that. Cause like, the only times I notice it is when I watch a movie that's amazing and then I look it up and I'm like, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, when it surprises you. But, yeah, it's basically like if I can see it somehow, mm-hmm. then it's good. But um, I'm going to talk about uh, Anguish by Biggest Luna mm. from 1987. I love recommending this one to people who are looking for horror movies that um, are kind of off the beaten path. Um, this movie has Zelda Rubenstein in it. She's really creepy. It basically, uh, takes place in a movie theater and these, these people are watching a horror movie about this, uh, guy who, <laughs> this is a big eyeball one. You've seen this, oh, right? Shit. I, you oh, know what? I've, I've seen, seen, I've seen half of this movie. And it was because I put it on at like 1 a.m. once and like halfway into the movie, I was like, I can't do this right now. I don't know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really freaky. It's like this guy like goes out and he like scalpels out people's eyeballs for his mom, who's played by Zelda, Zelda Rubenstein. Yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of pans out and you realize it's these people watching this movie in the theater. But then there's also another murderer around in the theater. And it's like a super weird story within a story movie with like, the, the like sound design is really crazy so i always recommend people like turn off all their lights and turn their sound like way up yeah. to watch this movie it's like a lot of creepy imagery um but well now it, i'm gonna watch it for yeah. sure yeah. yeah please watch it um it's a good one for the upcoming halloween season oh, but yeah it doesn't look like it's come out at least uh all in all regions all blu-ray i think there might be like a coded blu-ray but mm. right I think it's only on DVD. Yeah. As for now, that's the thing too. Sometimes you, sometimes you're like, that's not a Blu-ray, import. but it's not a Blu-ray in the U.S. Right, but it's right. Like, or yeah, yeah. I've been to France a few times and gone to like a couple, you know, uh, stores or selling videos, and I flip through them and be like, oh man, cool. There's a bunch of cool shit on Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. They always have like cool alternative <laughs> color, like covers and stuff. Oh, they have like, cool oh, box sets there. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, yeah. Do you have another one, Kevin? I do. I had a couple more, but I'll just do this one. Okay. Uh, so I'll do one that uh, we've, we've raved about on my other my other podcast, The Suspense is Killing Us, uh, is uh, the – I can't remember where it's from, but it's uh, the movie Ricochet. With oh, my God. And, uh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> and, uh, John Lithgow. We did a whole episode where we did uh, – we did three Denzels in this one. It was essentially an excuse for us to uh, talk about how Ricochet is, like, the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. <laughs> Man, is it? Yeah. Um, it, it's so awesome you know it look at the look at turns. the stars you know denzel john lithgow ice t what else do you need and it's uh the director is uh, russell mulcahy who did the uh highlander and razorback yeah and uh, but he did a bunch of a bunch of cool stuff but this this movie is just awesome i don't know it's anyway yeah i love i love ricochet not on blu-ray i don't even know if it's streaming anywhere it pops up on like uh in like HD on like HBO or used to on Cinemax or something every once in a while, but it's it's an HBO home video movie, so I don't know, I don't know what the rights situation is with it. But if anybody who, if somebody's listening who has the rights to Ricochet, put it out on Blu-ray <laughs> <Put it> out. <laughs> immediately. John Lithgow seems like the nicest guy ever. He'll, I, I bet he'll, I bet he'll fucking do a commentary or at least like an interview, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> He's amazing in that, and that movie takes so many like turns with like Denzel. He like it's drugged and stuff. And... It's so cool, and Denzel <laughs> yeah, is, Denzel is great it. in it too. It's young Denzel, and it was like uh, I, I think it was 
I, you know what? I honestly, I can't remember what year it's from. I can't remember if it's pre or post uh, Malcolm X, but it's just a yeah. great like Denzel genre performance. And he's he's like he's like runs the gamut. His performance is like all over the place. Like he gets to be like crazy, doped up, weirded out Denzel. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and, and Lithgow is just like one of the best villains ever. So yeah. Earl, Earl Talbot Blake, I believe his name is. <laughs> He's got three names. (laughs) Talking about uh, Lithgow made me remember this movie I watched recently, Hollow Point from 1996. Um, It has Thomas Ian Griffith in it, Tia Carrera, John Lithgow, Donald Sutherland. And it's like a direct-to-video action movie. I think it's only on DVD, but everybody in the movie, all of those, all those like four central performers are like they're doing this amazing thing where they're having an incredible amount of fun while not like making it like a joke. But like, they're also like, uh, Donald Sutherland does this like sing song performance through the whole movie. (laughs) And he like is, is just completely unhinged. And then there's all these moments of humor while it's still just being like a cheesy action movie. I don't know. It was really entertaining. I completely forgot about it until you brought it up uh john lithgow <laughs> yeah it's like it's worth watching um, am i gonna have to dive into more john lithgow filmography oh absolutely you've seen raising cane right what you've seen raising cane yeah yes i have okay um my last one <laughs> is uh a little canada shout out nice um pontypool yes. i don't think has made it to blu-ray unless not I'm that i know of uh great horror movie sounds like both of you have seen it mm-hmm. uh i've seen it when we played it in the store yeah so i've seen the ending um <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one really creeps me out i think it's really good uh radio dj on valentine's day uh there's a weird virus that's happening but it's spread through language and it's just unsettling and has yeah. creeped me out and i think it's a really another one of those horror movies that you don't really think of off the bat but is a good one to recommend to people nice. definitely the director yeah. of that put something out a few years back that I still haven't seen, but it played a bunch uh, of festivals. Hellions? Yeah. I loved yeah. that one, I haven't too. seen it yet. Huh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I'm sorry I didn't do a Canada pick. My Canada pick would have been a Crime Wave, but I already talked about it on our uh, <laughs> Oh, so good. Show, so. Oh, my God. So, oh, yeah. what was that Canada movie, that Canadian movie? Is it called Things? Things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things um, I, I watched that. Uh, I think Joe Bob did. Yeah, uh, yeah. A drive in on that, and I, I watched that. And oh, things is great. I highly so recommend. Great. I highly recommend the uh, the commentary track on the DVD. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's just those two guys are just drunk. <laughs> it's just like it's <laughs> like a commentary they're, they're track. Of, so many movies on that. But that movie. It's funny because you're watching a movie where they made a movie while they were drunk. While they the were commentary drunk. track is like it, we're also drunk now, and it's <laughs> yeah. like amazing. It's amazing. It's what? like yeah. I was also thinking about a Canadian pick, and it's it's not exactly like what we were talking about earlier where like a a a high profile movie doesn't get released but um this uh a friend of mine justin declue reviewed this like in 2017 it's this movie called loyalties from 1987 Mm. and their review was basically like this was nominated for eight genies which is like our academy awards for canadian Mm -hmm. content and like you cannot see this you cannot purchase it you can't like stream it It, it's the only thing that you can get is like a vhs rip it played on tv in like the the 90s but yeah it's this movie from a director ann wheeler and it's this like really amazing kind of um drama that sort of 
becomes a revenge movie and um the the two Ooh, main... yeah, i'm looking it up right now and only four people have reviewed it on letterbox yeah so it's it it's, does look underseen for it's sure it's wild and and you can even you can even tell mm. from the vhs that like it was really well shot so like i can't i it really needs to be restored because it's like Dang got these like beautiful like canadian like backlit shots and it's all like like uh, uh, like idyllic sort of canadian wilderness but like the movie is really dark and there's all these kind of like fucked up relationships going on in it yeah i mm-hmm. it blew me away and i was like this needs a release <laughs> well, that's on my list now yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's really great sure. um it's pretty intense yeah <laughs> <laughs> But it's just so weird. It's like this was nominated for eight like huge awards in Canada yeah. in 1987, and and there's so m- and honestly, even with just Canadian movies, there's a lot of that. Like, oh, this was like the biggest yeah. thing in 1987, and then now you just can't see it. It's crazy. Yeah, I wonder why that is, yeah. or if it's some weird thing that it gets just gets stuck in distribution hell or yeah. whatever. I think also with Canadian stuff, it's like people don't care <laughs> like, even in Canada? Yeah, like even in Canada there's this kind of like thing of like oh yeah Canadian stuff it sucks eh? like <laughs> there's this kind of like stigma <laughs> of Canadian Canadian things but there's all these amazing gems and like obviously yeah. we have a big genre with Canuck's exploitation and stuff right yeah. for sure well and Cronenberg I mean yeah like yeah. right yeah I don't know he's pretty he's pretty good he's cool yeah yeah <laughs> people were so upset though when when his movies came out they were like our tax dollars are paying for this disgusting shit oh, like, that's, yeah, that's right. those, those dollars go straight towards the slime and the yeah. goo <laughs> oh, yeah sorry that's what we like yeah i know yeah <laughs> give exactly. me more of that what did you have uh, any other picks or uh no i don't think so well there's one i mentioned on uh on viva real quick once uh called Glenn and Randa, which is like this post-apocalypse movie by uh, Jim McBride, who did mm. like uh, uh, The Big Easy. And I'm, I'm sure there's another bigger one that he's done too. But, you know, he, he his big his big first movie is David Holtzman's Diary, but he, oh, like yeah. Great, Balls of, Great Balls of Fire. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but, he's, but it's this really cool, weird... It's written by the guy who wrote uh, Tulane Blacktop. Um, yes. Too. Yeah. It's a very, so it's a very weird sort of like existential uh, hippie pseudo comp it's like you know dark comedy mm-hmm. post-apocalypse allegory kind of thing it's very cool and it's only on this weird vci dvd so <laughs> you know i don't know who again i don't you know it's that thing where you're like who owns the rights to this kind of yeah thing? totally those are a few i pulled off my uh my shelf yeah uh, so i was like oh yeah these this one's for sure it's, i feel uh, like it's always rights or music or something yeah, yeah i don't and i don't know what that one i'm not sure exactly what's going on yeah, the the only other thing I was thinking of because I was kind of leaning into the Canadian stuff was like I feel like Heavenly Bodies, nineteen eighty four, is like a, a pretty sizable like cult item at this point. Like I feel like I've heard it talked on a lot of podcasts as like yeah, this, I haven't seen it like ridiculous dance movie, and I feel like it needs a a Blu Ray or a good release because mm-hmm. like yeah, like I feel like I've heard like I don't know like elbert kane on like pure cinema podcast talk about it. like i feel like it's reached a thing where i when i hear about it not being on blu-ray i'm like really oh okay yeah, yeah. that's got i mean if it's a dance movie it's like a music rights thing right yeah it must be probably must be um there's a few that we've talked about that have that are now on blue or they're coming to blue they're coming like, to blue like right? my, we did my answer to this question used to always be uh the movie <laughs> Pramudos lords of darkness yes yeah 
and now they're putting it out on Blu-ray, which I we're very excited for. It's the the Viva <laughs> Physical Media bump. Yeah, <laughs> and brought uh, it into the you world. Know, Bingo and Chomps Bingo are also and Chomps. coming up. Oh. So. I was going to tag everybody in that, but then I saw that you'd all been tagged in it. <laughs> we got, I got a lot of, yeah, I got a lot of messages yeah. about Bingo. Honestly, I'm going to get Bingo on Blu-ray. I, I watched I, Bingo like, because of the show and It's bizarre. It. It's so it, good. It's it, there's so, so much happening. It's like 10 different movies. It was it's, funny when we were talking oh. about it and we were just like, it was like we were both having an aneurysm describing this oh, movie going like, wait, and then this happens. Wait, I think I liked we it talking more about the after I talked about it. I definitely liked it more after we talked yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So. I, <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like when I reviewed it on Letterboxd, I was just like, like bingo sits in a truck and drives it like a human and that's like not even the top five it unbelievable goes to a human things prison. Uh, i love it the scene yeah. where he's driving the truck is like he's got the people in the back who are barbecuing dogs yeah yeah and then they all then they all show up at his hospital bed whatever. yeah <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> i, I, I kind of can't handle it mm -hmm. anyway yeah uh, what a delight and fantastic yeah i have the bingo cards right here still from yes oh, yeah. <laughs> send you a pack uh, of yes. them yes yeah. yeah with my with my cup i hope you got some good bingo ones sometimes there's a lot of them with the people and it's kind of like not as good let me but... see yeah. actually like, more uh, bingo there's some of them that have like the just the, the just the uh, kid i got one with just the kid. Or just the kid yeah i like uh the one with the poodles yeah, there's a good one with poodles. So anyway, yeah. anyway, it, it, there's, there's, look up the bingo trading cards, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. And yeah. if you're lucky, if you sign up for our rent by mail program, you guys, you might get, you might get, you a might good get one. your very own pack. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for for sitting in and having this discussion. It was amazing, and I'm super happy that us. you're able to yeah. take some time out of your day to do this and. Yeah, is there, I know you plugged it off the top, but is there anything else that you want to plug here at the end or? Um, no. Just, uh, yeah, if you're if you're not in Seattle, which you probably aren't, I mean, I don't know, there's a chance you are, <laughs> but uh, you can still rent some stuff from uh, Scarecrow, yeah. rent by mail program. I don't know about going to Canada, but yeah. unfortunately. But I'll uh, just ship email, it. email just us shipping stuff at com, and we'll send you something if you're in Canada. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> check, out, yeah, check out Viva, uh, Viva Physical Media. Yeah, YouTube, you that, know, that stuff. You know, next episode is going to be a little later, but it, it'll be up yeah. next week or Sweet. two. So, yeah. Yep. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a video store day. Is it International Video? It's Store? International Video Store Day pretty soon, Video October sixteenth. So we'll be doing another a live telethon that day. Awesome! Too. That one, yeah, I, yeah. I was checking in and out on that telethon. It was pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. So yeah, so check check in on that. Uh, yeah. check, you know, if you look at scare, if you go to scarecrow.com, if you watch our show, we'll be plugging it. Right. Or just yeah. socials. Are you still doing some of the screenings sometimes? Because I saw I watched uh, Serial Mom. That one. Oh time. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I am gonna do more of that because our our coworker matt might be bowing out of that pretty soon so i okay, i might cool. be picking up more i'm gonna have to think of some fun some fun but they're all secret titles. screenings until, yeah. yes until yeah, they yeah. pop up so yeah yep cool. yeah, so, yeah but that was really fun i like doing that it feels very like that... it's cool because you just like hang out in the chat room <laughs> yes, you know yeah <laughs> is that on twitch that's or... on twitch yeah okay. it was my first my first twitch debut with serial nice. mom and then uh whatever that other one was that i watched Rebecca DeMornay, Seattle 
Oh yeah, ties that bind or no, hand that rocks a cradle. Hand that rocks a cradle. Hand that rocks a cradle. Yes. Hand that rocks a cradle. Yeah. Great. That's a good one. Yes, it is a good one. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you again to Emily and Kevin for joining us here on notes from the back row so make sure that you check them out on youtube the scarecrow video youtube channel hit subscribe watch viva physical media check them out on letterbox and everywhere else that we talked about off the top of this podcast and don't forget to go to back-row.com you can also check out our patreon account and i have also been doing some youtube videos i'm running a new series called the watch list where i let my watch watch list shuffle and watch whatever comes to the top you'll see that on the back row youtube you can check out the patreon account where i will be putting up some of those episodes early but otherwise thank you again kevin and emily for that really fun chat and we'll see you again on the next episode of notes from the back row 